ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, and good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Tuesday edition. Your May 21st drive begins now here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Coming up this hour, we're going to talk Marshall baseball. We've got some award winners today announced by the league. We'll get into that. Conference USA tournament's going to begin. And we'll have that action for you tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 as the Thundering Herd will make their first conference tournament appearance since 2016. And they're going to be taking on third-seeded Louisiana Tech in Game 1. Now the sponsor is the first. So it is the first 2019 Conference USA Baseball Championship presented by Air Force Reserve at MGM Park in Biloxi, Mississippi. Yeah, got to get all that sponsor stuff in. So, the Thundering Herd in action tomorrow. Steve Cotton's going to have the call. We'll have that game for you right here again on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, coming up on the show today, and we're going to get into uh, the reasons why here in a second, but Elvis Peralta is going to join us on the program now. Peralta was named first-team all-conference today. Also, guess what? A couple of his teammates uh, have uh, made the list as well. Left-handed pitcher Joshua Shapiro received second-team honors, and freshman outfielder Luke Edwards named to the conference's all-freshman team. The conference making those announcements uh, earlier this afternoon. So Elvis is going to join us on the program now. It's a great thing that Elvis is joining us on the program because if this baseball thing doesn't work out, you know there's a music career possibly waiting for him. And when I found out I was going to have him on the show today, I was reminded that there was a little incident that happened in the airport. He was, um, well, I'll just say this. Midway Airport in Chicago, a great venue if you want to uh, jam out to the tunes of Bon Jovi. Here's what it sounded like. She says we gotta hold on to what we got. It doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We got each other and that's a lot for love. We'll give it a shot. Should see the accompanying video to that. Um, if you haven't been on social yet, that's that's a keeper right there. Now I don't know if Elvis knows I have that. He'll find out later on in the hour when we bring him on the program. But yeah, congratulations to him. Named All Conference USA first team. Joshua Shapiro named second team and freshman outfielder Luke Edwards. He gets named to the conference's all-freshman team. So congratulations to those young men as the herd getting set for Conference USA tournament action tomorrow. Peralta has been really tough in Conference USA. Remember, he redshirted last season, and guess what? He has been among the best among Conference USA and, of course, all Marshall qualifying batters. His team-leading nine homers are tied for eighth-most in the conference with eight of nine coming in conference play. 74 hits this season, 
fifth in Conference USA. He's also turned 30 double plays. His 41 RBI and 41 runs scored are second most on Marshall this season. So he's had a really good run of it. So congratulations to him. We'll talk to him about this in a few minutes, and uh, we'll go down the list a little bit later on. So, of course, Marshall in the Conference USA Tournament. They come into the game tomorrow 28-26 with an 11-12 mark in Conference USA, hoping that they can maybe make some noise. They get there. They sweep Rice in the final series. And now they could see Rice again because also on Marshall's side of the bracket – You've got Southern Miss, the second seed. You also have seventh-seeded Rice. So Marshall could see Rice again. Marshall could see Southern Miss. Marshall, of course, will have to stay in the winner's bracket to have the best run at getting to the championship. If they can get into the winner's bracket and keep going, they've got an easier go of it. They have to come out of the loser's bracket. It's going to be a little bit more of a, a piece of work for them to execute. Marshall... The good news is 4-5 and five against teams on this side of the bracket this season. Of course, they've got a win against Louisiana Tech, and they've got three against Rice, so they have seen some, some success against a couple of these teams, more so with Rice than Louisiana Tech. But Marshall's rarely been in a situation where they've just been outclassed, so I'm feeling pretty good about their chances. And, of course, it's double elimination, so whatever happens tomorrow, they've got another chance at it. And we'll have those games right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. So we'll get into all of that. Also, we want to talk later on about what's happening in the NBA and the Stanley Cup. NBA, you've got Game 4 and Canada. They're playing NBA basketball in Canada, and they're playing hockey in St. Louis, Missouri. So the United States is where they're playing hockey right now, and in the NBA, it's being played in Canada. What happened there? That's a flip of the script, so we'll get into all of that. We've got an elimination game coming up tonight in the Stanley Cup playoffs and, of course, the NBA. Golden State awaiting the winner there because, well, they sweep. Yeah, really wasn't interested in that series. You know why? Because they swept it, and I knew they would do that, and I had no interest whatsoever in watching that. Now we're getting to the finals. All right. Color me a little bit more interested, almost. Milwaukee, I'm probably more interested in a Golden State-Milwaukee final. But Toronto still has a shot. We'll see. Milwaukee leads that series 2-1. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on on the program as well. So we'll do all of that. But when we come back from break, we're going to talk to Conference USA first-teamer Elvis Peralta. When we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. While the Thundering Herd is getting set to take on Louisiana Tech tomorrow in Game 1 of the 2019 Conference USA Baseball Championship, I hear the weather's pretty nice in Biloxi, Mississippi, and joining us on the program now... He was named first-team all-conference earlier this afternoon. Marshall shortstop Elvis Peralta with us on the program. Hey, congratulations, first-team. That means a lot of people noticed what you were doing this year. Yeah, yeah, you could see that. So what was your reaction when you found out that not only did you make uh, all-conference, that you were first-team? 
Um, well, like, he told me, he told me in front of my teammates, you know, like I try not to act like I didn't care, you know, you know, just all uh, right, just another day. But I was really happy. I was excited, you know. Called my little brother, my mom, let them know. They were really happy about it. You know, their reaction was more exciting than my own reaction. You know, like I, I talked to them and they were really happy about it. And I was, you know, all the hard work, you know, just little things like that kind of show off of, you know, what you do off the field. And I mean, I was happy about that award too. It's a big deal. All my teammates were congratulating me. I was really excited about it too. Yeah. Not only did you make uh, all conference your first team. Joshua Shapiro gets second team, and Luke Edwards, uh, he uh, also uh, is uh, named to the conference all-freshman team. You know, How would you guys feel collectively knowing that maybe uh, people are starting to pay attention in Conference USA to Marshall baseball? Yeah, I mean, Joshua Shapiro has been a guy for us. You know, he's been our ace all year. That dude's been dominating. I mean, if I had to choose, I would put him on first team as well. And, you know, it's just nice. Us, you know, getting some recognition, putting Marshall back on the map. You know, we haven't made the Conference USA tournament in two, two years. So, you know, we're just trying to do whatever we can, you know, like to let people know that Marshall baseball can play. This season's sort of been a um, – it's been an exciting season, not only on the field, off the field. Of course, you know, this team, I think, has done the most with the least of any college baseball team. And now – You've got a temporary facility, Route 2. You're playing closer to home. You don't have to go out and feel like you're the road team on every game, home and away. At the same time, the future's looking bright. Marshall Baseball is getting a brand-new facility here in the next couple of years. So it feels like you're on the ground floor, really, or maybe you're on the last level of everything before the penthouse is, is put up there, that you're the last pillar. You guys are, are paving the way, finally, for everything to maybe fall into place. Yeah, um, it was actually nice. We, like, a lot of our teammates and all of us, we were very excited about being at Route 2. You know, like, yeah, Park Park is a nice place, but it still felt like you were away. You know, like, you were you were home, but you were away. And us being there in Route 2, maybe, you know, it's not what we wanted, but we're getting this field. And us being in that, that's, that was our home field because we practiced there. You know, we we grind there together we sweat we run you know everything there like we felt comfortable playing in that place and i feel like that that was a big reason why um we had such a good season and all our guys we just came together in that field it just felt like home and like that feeling right there of home is i think was what we needed and paving the way for those guys coming too like you don't need a a field to 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 be good you know you, you get on that field in between those lines we're all equal so that, like, I feel like that's how we felt like, uh, and having that field kind of, you know, right before the new stadium, we're just really happy playing there, all all of our home games, first time too. So it was nice. Kind of feels like you haven't been forgotten because you never know. Okay, is Marshall home or are they on the road? Well, okay, they're in Charleston, so they're on the road. You're in Beckley, so you got to see a lot of the country. You got to travel a lot before uh, yeah settling down in route two. Yeah. Um, like that was that was a big thing too. Like playing conference, different fields. Like it almost felt like just a neutral spot. You you would never felt that comfort. Now we do, which which is nice. Not having to drive two hours to Beckley or drive an hour to Charleston all the time. So it was nice. It was nice playing at at the John F. Kennedy Center. 
Elvis Peralta joining us, named first team all-conference today, Thundering Herd in the Conference USA Tournament, taking on Louisiana Tech game one tomorrow in Biloxi, Mississippi. And to get there, you did it in dramatic fashion. This team not only had to uh, win the series against Rice, you swept that series, walk-off fashion, making it as dramatic as possible all three games How'd that feel? I know there's a big celebration after it was all said and done. I mean, this is Rice. This is a perennial power in Conference USA coming in to to your home field, and you sweep them. You get into the Conference USA tournament. If you could just, what was the excitement, the jubilation like for that? Oh, man, we were all so excited about it. It was honestly something. I've never been a part of three walk-offs consecutively like that. It was unbelievable. Like, we... I still couldn't believe that happened, especially to a team with the, probably the most tradition in our conference. You know, Rice, like everybody knows it's Rice. We haven't had them in our, conf- in our conference schedule in, I think, about four seasons. And we just got them back this year to sweep them, to, like, clinch a spot in the tournament. It was unbelievable. Like, the excitement was unreal. Like, we, our team showed so much resilience with all three games, you know. And there was three different guys that stepped up and, and, and helped us win those games. Everybody stepped up. We had young guys step up. It, it was just amazing. It was honestly a great feeling to know that we did that against a really good team and got us back in the tournament after being out of it for two years. It was amazing. Are you feeling the buzz? Maybe uh, the fans are, are picking up on the excitement that is Marshall Baseball. Have you felt any of that? Yeah, I have. And, like, um, towards, towards like the, the end of the year, you started feeling a little more, you know, like at first. There was not much people, but then, like, you started feeling, everybody started, like, okay, Marshall Baseball is getting themselves back in there. This is good, a good team, and you started feeling it more and more as the year went on, and it, it felt nice. It felt nice having those people behind you, believing in you. Going into the game tomorrow, you get Louisiana Tech, and then you, you have a possibility you could play Rice again. Uh, you've got Southern Miss on your side of the bracket as well. How are you feeling about this side of the bracket and these teams? I'm always going to feel very confident because just like this year, any team is beatable. And, like, yeah, we saw Louisiana Tech, and I feel like this is a little, a little revenge game for us because they did take two two out of three from us. And I'm very confident in Shapiro. He threw really well against them. Like, I'm going in there. Our whole team, we're very confident. We kind of wanted them, you know, we're too okay. Got Southern Miss, got Rice in our bracket. And I feel like all those teams we easily could beat them. We Southern Miss, we went in there. We, I mean, we got swept. A couple games slipped up, but I think our team were prepared for anybody. And I think we could beat anybody in this tournament. And I believe we are the best team. So I feel pretty confident with anybody we play. You guys are going into this pretty loose. Uh, you sweep Rice. You got to be feeling good. You're excited to get in. Um, how relaxed are you guys? I think we honestly pretty relaxed. You know, a couple. Um, you know, the week before, we got swept by ODU, and it was kind of tough on us, you know, like, damn, like, you kind of, like, lose a little confidence, and then us sweeping rice, we got all the confidence back in the world, we feel really confident within ourselves, I, I mean, we keep saying we're the hottest team coming into the tournament, so I think everybody feels pretty good within themselves, and knowing that we could do something great this tournament. Elvis Parada joining us on the program, named first team all-conference earlier this afternoon, so... You're now down in Biloxi, Mississippi. You're enjoying the weather. It feels pretty good down there, and uh, it's, it's going to be uh, hopefully uh, a few beautiful days for baseball. 
how was travel yesterday? Uh, I know you guys uh, got to fly down, so how was that? Travel was it was rough. I mean, we we left at eight thirty in the morning, and we arrived here probably like about nine thirty at night because we had a long layover and you know a couple couple of drives on the bus, three hour drive to the airport, took two flights. But I mean, we're here. We got a good rest, and I feel pretty good. The travel was not the best, but we made it. With all that layover time, what do you guys do? I mean, because I know you you have to just uh, make make the time go by. So, what are you guys doing usually with all that layover time? Yeah, well, we were there for like three hours. We honestly, we, <laughs> me and my one of my teammates, Lou Edwards, actually, we we got so bored we actually started singing. So. We were trying to kill time as much as possible, walking around, trying to get some food, you know, but just chilling most of the time. Did did it sound like this? She says we gotta hold on to what we got. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. We got each other, and that's a life for love. We'll give it a shot. You got a music career going on there. If uh, baseball doesn't uh, yeah. pan out for you, yeah, we we're, were like honestly, we uh during the Charlotte series that song came on and like it was, me and Luke never did it before and like for some reason we started like singing it so loudly so we decided to do it again in the airport and it was pretty funny. It was a good time. So Every, all the crowd loved it too. Uh, the lady over the overcom she was telling us to keep singing. She didn't want us to stop, so it was good. Did she not just put you on the intercom, let you guys sing to the entire airport? Well, I mean, I know me and Luke would have done that for sure. <laughs> I was asking, it's like, do, do you do that on uh, you know a regular basis? And like, no, this was just totally off the top of your head. So you guys really must have just been feeling it. Well, like, I oh, I like I sing a lot, you know, like all the time. Like I probably sing, probably. 70% of the time when I'm with the guys. So they love it, and, and like, it's kind of catchy. So me singing all the time, kind of Lou got into it. So, like, now we do it all the time. It's like a thing that we do. We're always singing. So if if you win, you're going to have to – that's new the superstition now. You're going to have to keep doing that now, even in the no, dugout. No, 100%. Well, I sing in the dugout all the time. Like, I'm pretty sure the fans at home can hear me singing. Because I know – uh. I have my girlfriend, she comes to the games and she tells me all the time how she can hear us singing loudly in the dugout. So I think the crowd likes it too. So I'm going to keep doing it for sure. Elvis Peralta joining us on the program. First team all-conference today and uh, a avid singer. So what do you like to sing? What What are you singing if you're controlling the music? I mean, I, mean, I go so like there's so much different type of music and genre that I like. I was usually like singing things that people could probably sing along to, you know, like probably, I mean, living on a prayer, something classic that everybody probably knows. I mean, sometimes I'll just sing like sentences, like it randomly, just I'll just sing my words. Like, so I'll just sing anything. I mean, I kind of like listening to, I mean, I probably listen, I listen to a lot of rap music though. So like, I really won't sing that. So I'll kind of go in there and like mix up my, my music and try to, Try to get some some classic rock in there to see if I could get people to sing along with me. And 
it usually works. So you're the guy dragging everyone out to sing uh, karaoke. Yes, every time. I told I told the guys that we have to do a karaoke, man. We have to, at least on the bus. I mean, no one wants to do it because you know, but I'm gonna try to get I'm gonna try to get them to budge here soon. Joining us on the program, avid singer and first team All Conference uh, winner today, Elvis Peralta. Up next for you, Louisiana Tech game one, Conference USA baseball championship, uh, bright and early, sort of tomorrow in Mississippi. Uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate you doing this. Congratulations! And uh, again, if if that um, if that baseball thing maybe gets boring to you, you've got this singing career. Maybe you're, you're going to go on The Voice or American Idol. Have you picked yet? That's I watch a lot of Voice and American Idol. So like I always thought about it. And one of my teammates actually told me that honestly to take it into consideration. But I don't know. I might just leave it to singing to to my teammates. I don't know. I might go further than that. But. I appreciate you having me on the here today, and and thank you so much. Congratulations again, and uh, good luck in the conference tournament. All right, thank you. Elvis Peralta joining us on the program. Named first team all-conference today, Conference USA. Marshall's outstanding shortstop. And again, um, earlier um, in the program, if you missed it, well, Elvis sings. She says she's got to hold on to what we got. Thundering Herd Baseball, living on a prayer. Paul Swan, your host. It is The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We got more on the way. We'll get into what's happening. NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, Western Conference Final, Game 6, Elimination Game coming up tonight. Also, NBA playoff action continues. We'll get into all of that, and we'll talk a little bit more about the contract that Conference USA has entered into with the NFL Network. We'll break that down a little bit more when we continue on today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, the 2019 West Virginia Broadcasters Association Best Talk Show on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall basketball in the news today. Thundering Herd going to be playing Florida. Now, Florida released their non-conference schedule today, and Marshall's on the schedule. They're going to be in Gainesville on November the 29th. So, Thundering Herd, Florida going to meet. Florida is always a hotbed for recruiting for Doc Holliday and his football team. Hey, maybe it can be a hotbed for Dan D'Antoni and his Thundering Herd team. So, add that to if you're keeping a schedule at home before the official schedule is released, if you're keeping one at home, piecing it all together, add the schedule of Friday, November 29th, Marshall and Gainesville taking on Florida. And that's what's happening for the Thundering Herd on the basketball side. And, of course, tomorrow we've got Marshall Baseball, Conference USA action, Thundering Herd taking on Louisiana Tech. Game one, first pitch a little bit after 10 o'clock. And, of course, again, going to play this thing by ear. Weather, everything else always uh, is a factor. But Marshall's got the first game of the day tomorrow. We go on the air about 9.50 tomorrow right here on ESPN 94.1 FM 
and AM 930. For those of you who will be looking for Metro News Talk Line with Hoppy Kerchival, you want to go to WVMetroNews.com. You can catch the live stream there as we will be carrying the Marshall baseball game. So the Thundering Herd baseball team in action. Maybe, just maybe, this will lead to some bigger and better things for the Thundering Herd. You can watch these games on ESPN Plus as well. So if you can't listen to our stream tomorrow or our feed, you can watch it on ESPN Plus. And speaking of television, yesterday we talked about it briefly. Conference USA and the NFL Network have reached an agreement. They're going to partner up for a few years to carry Conference USA football action. It's going to be Saturday football, so none of this Thursday-Friday stuff that some of you don't like, none of this action action that you see on the midweeks that nobody shows up for. Instead, good old-fashioned college football on a Saturday. Now, this isn't out of character for the NHL. I'm sorry, this isn't out of character for the NFL Network because they've shown programming that has been non-NFL for a time now. They've done some college football in the past. They've done some other programming. You know what? Alliance of American Football, Canadian Football, I've seen that. So there have been other leagues and other brands of football on the NFL network. And, of course, college is tied into the NFL because, well, where do you think these players come from? They come from the college game. And while this isn't going to be a blockbuster money deal because they're cutting budgets back at the NFL Network. They're cutting about $20 million back. And so this is programming. This is content. I don't know if this is a – they're going to cover the production and Conference USA is going to supply the product, how this is going to work, what the financials are. This could be one of those where it just makes sense for both. Everybody's getting something out of it. If that's the case – I'm good with it. I'm not expecting a blockbuster monetary deal here. Not in this day and age. Television prices are going up. Programming costs are going up. Cable is losing many times over. Satellite 2, when it comes to subscribers, people are choosing more options as far as a la carte. A lot of people don't want to pay for the sports packages. I cut the sports packages off in the, uh, in the offseason. Uh, I'm keeping ESPN Plus, and that's $4.99 a month out of my wallet. And I'm going to watch Marshall Baseball tomorrow while I listen to Steve Cotton. So, you know, I've got its uses there for me. But for a lot of people, they're cutting cutting back. And so I don't expect this to be a, a huge deal money-wise. Uh, maybe we'll get the commissioner on sometime in the future. We couldn't get her on this week, but we're going to try to get her on here in the future, see if she'll talk a little bit about it. But still, uh, that's 10 games a year. And I, I know the press release that came out yesterday, there was some confusion among some I presumed it was 10 games per year for the life of the deal. And so that's 10 opportunities to be on the NFL network, which has a pretty good reach. I mean, this is more of a national television network than in past. You're going to get more play and you're going to get more bang for your buck. You're going to get more out of being on the NFL network than you would be in sports. Stadium. Stadium's nice. It's okay. It's a it's a nice fallback. It's okay. But if you're going to tell me my options are the NFL Network or Stadium, I'm going to take the NFL Network. If you're going to tell me my options are Stadium or ESPN Plus, I'm going to take ESPN Plus. And, of course, CBS Sports Network as well. I think they do a good job. They might not have the impact and the reach of ESPN or maybe even FS1. 
They might not have it, but they're a player in the space. They need programming as well. I think they've done a pretty good job as far as covering Marshall Athletics Conference USA. So I like this NFL Network deal because, again, it gives visibility to the Thundering Herd. And just anecdotally, just a a quick survey of some of you on social, you like it as well. You seem to be happy with it. You can get NFL Network. You know what it is. You can find it. You don't have to look for it. It's more available than BN. Plus, I'm sure NFL Network, to a degree, is saying, look, we're a channel you have to carry because, look, we've got this. We've got the NFL product. Hey, we've got some Conference USA football. We've got reasons why you know we're a channel you should carry because it's not a guarantee that cable and satellite outlets are going to carry your channel. And you, you've got to give them a reason to be valuable to the, the consumer because, again, it's, um, it's a world now where years ago – you either had cable or you didn't. And if you wanted to watch TV, you either put up the antenna, the rabbit ears, or you got cable. Now, you don't even need cable. You don't need satellite. You can put up the rabbit ears if you want, and you can stream. You can even get the device that you can record what you, believe it or not, you can record what you get over the air and connect that to a device where you have all your streaming services. Amazon, very smart in what they're doing with their products. And so this is a, a good deal for the Thundering Herd 1 because I think it just gives Marshall and Conference USA a bigger footprint. It just expands the footprint a lot more. Now, again, this isn't, uh, this isn't going to um, turn Conference USA into a huge moneymaker overnight, but I do like the deal. When we come back from break, we'll talk about what's happening tonight. Game 6, St. Louis, Missouri, Sharks and the Blues. Also, NBA playoffs, Game 4 in Canada. That's right, the NBA in Canada, the NHL in Missouri. That doesn't sound right. We'll talk about that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We've got NBA and we've got NHL action taking center stage tonight. Welcome back to tonight's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. So last night, they're down 17 points in the second half. What do the Warriors do? What do they do? Well, they come back and they beat the Trailblazers, go to overtime to sweep the series, and they advance their fifth straight NBA Finals. Okay. Totally bored with this. Here we are again. Golden State back in the Finals. Oh, boy. And, you know, if you're a Golden State fan, you're like, shut up. This is great. If you're a Golden State fan, you're all about this right now. Or if you're one of those new Golden State fans, you're all about this right now. They're going back to the finals, and they could win another championship. That could be four out of five. And you know what? When the Lakers were doing it, I was good with it too. I was completely good with it. And if I look back and think, you know, 
it sure wasn't boring when the when the Bulls were doing this, and it sure wasn't boring when the Lakers were doing this. And well, we were watching. We thought, and maybe still is a once in a lifetime player, Michael Jordan. And with the Lakers, well, Showtime. It was just a thing. We all like we all like the Lakers. Now Golden State could be the first team in the last 20 seasons to win three straight playoff games. Uh, well, actually, no, they became. They became the first team in the last 20 seasons to win three straight playoff games after trailing by 15 points, and now they're back in the finals. It could be four out of five. Four championships out of five. That's a dynasty right there. Okay, now... We go to a sport where you don't know who's going to be in the Stanley Cup. You just don't know. And you've got a situation where tonight, an elimination game, Game 6, Western Conference Final, San Jose and the St. Louis Blues. The Sharks and the Blues, St. Louis leads the series 3-2. to two. And if St. Louis can win, St. Louis can win, they will be back in the Cup for the first time since before I was born. The Blues need to win tonight. They will get back into the Stanley Cup first time since 1970. That's right, 1970. I have never in my lifetime seen the St. Louis Blues in the Stanley Cup final. No one over a certain age has. And you know what? They did it in the first three seasons of the NHL when they were in. The Blues have reached the semifinals five times. Now they're just one win away from facing the Boston Bruins and the rematch of, guess what? That 1970 final. That's right. St. Louis Blues have been waiting 49 years to get revenge for that Stanley Cup final. They have waited long. There's probably people who are 70, 80. I don't know. Maybe there's somebody who's in his 90s, bless his heart, who has waited 49 years, 49 years to get back in the Stanley Cup. Of course, as a Bengals fan, I've seen the Bengals and the the Super Bowl. As a Bengals fan, I have not seen the Bengals win the Super Bowl. But, you know what? They've been there at least, okay, small prize it is. Not much, but all right. I've seen my hockey team win in the Stanley Cup. I've seen my NBA team win in the NBA Finals. I have seen my team win the World Series. I've seen that. I've seen that. If you are a St. Louis Blues fan, you have not seen your team in the Stanley Cup Final for 49 years, and you've never seen them win a Stanley Cup. I don't know what's worse there. The fact that they have never won or they haven't had a chance to win one for 49 years. Wow. That's crazy. So that's happening tonight. And, of course, the Sharks are not going to go away. Easily. They're going to have to win two straight. And you know what? They could do it because the LA Kings did it a few years ago. You remember? You remember that? Los Angeles in 2014. They did it. 
that would be crazy if the Sharks could be the second team in NHL history to win three Game 7s to reach the finals. So they would join the Kings, who did it in 2014. And there's only one other team in league history that has won three Game 7s in a single postseason, and and that was um, the Bruins. They did it in 2011, defeating the Canucks in a seven-game Stanley Cup final. So what else is amazing about this is the St. Louis Blues had the NHL's worst record. What's that mean in January? What's that mean? In January, January 2nd, worst team, worst team in the league. Nobody's ever gone from last place after its 20th game to Stanley Cup champion within a season. Nobody's done that. Nobody. You might have been in the bottom three, but um, nobody has done that. By the way, um, Stanley Cup final begins on Memorial Day. That's right. We've got Memorial Day hockey on the 22nd. I'm sorry, the 27th, and that's going to be in Boston. So that's what we got coming up for the NHL. And, of course, um, Milwaukee and Toronto, 8.30 o'clock tonight on TNT. Milwaukee leads that series two games to one. As you can tell, I'm not watching that. Come on, man. You know where I'm going to be. You know where I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be watching hockey tonight. It's a better series, better game. I will watch the NBA Finals. I'm going to promise you that. I'm going to watch the NBA Finals. I'll work that into my schedule. But I'm hoping that I've got some baseball to be watching because tomorrow we've got Thundering Herd Baseball. Number six seed Marshall takes on the three seed Louisiana Tech. And if Marshall wins, they will uh, continue on the winner's bracket. If they lose, they will be uh, in an elimination game because it's a a double elimination tournament. If you lose once, you have a shot to get yourself back into the championship hunt. If you win, you advance on. If you get to the championship game and you lose, you got to play another game. It's double elimination. That's I like that. I kind of like that. I know softball does a little bit different, but I like the baseball side of things, how they do this. So that's coming up, and again, we'll have that for you tomorrow. About 9.50, give or take, is when we go on the air with that tomorrow, and you can listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 9.30. Steve Cotton's going to have the call on that one. That should be fun. We haven't had Conference USA tournament baseball since 2016, so... uh, I know Steve goes down every year, loves baseball. He's going to do a fantastic job. I'm looking forward to it. And for those of you who maybe want to catch something else, if you tune in for Talk Line with Hobby Kirchhoff, uh, my best recommendation for you is head over to wvmetronews.com. You can watch the video stream. You can watch Hoppy on the video stream just for this one time as we've got Herd Baseball. You can listen to the Herd, watch Hoppy on, on the web stream, whatever you need to do. You got the best of both worlds. So uh, that's what I would recommend to you tomorrow if you're looking for talk line instead of herd baseball. And if you're looking for herd baseball, we'll have it for you live from Biloxi, Mississippi. Then we heard taking on Louisiana Tech in game one of the Conference USA Baseball Championship presented by Air Force Reserve at MGM Park in Biloxi, Mississippi. I don't know why I'm obligated at that, I guess. I don't know. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive, presented by Miller Light, Miller Light Phone Lines. Uh, We appreciate Elvis Peralta being on 
today's mobile light phone lines. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again. We'll find out if uh, I'm going to be preempted on the following day for baseball. Uh, we'll figure it out. We'll tell you what's going to be happening. And that's all tomorrow. Herd baseball, 9.50 in the morning. Enjoy the herd. Hopefully we're talking about a win tomorrow evening. For Elvis Peralta, appreciate him being on the program. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.